Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Smith. No matter what goal you're working towards, I hope to show you that Chasing Health does not have to be a difficult or scary ordeal. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things related to becoming a best version of yourself, whether that's through nutrition, fitness, mindset, or life topics in general, we've got you covered. All right, let's not waste any more time and dive right into the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Coaches Roundtable. Hope you guys are having a great day. Excited to bring you guys a really interesting podcast. I feel like we're going to dive into a lot of really great things on this episode because we have a lot of awesome mindset questions. We got like five or six of them here, so we will see how many of these we can get through. I know the mindset ones usually take a little bit longer to get through because they're not as black or white, so get ready for a lot more It Depends answers <laughs> again, um, but I'm excited to bring this one to you guys. So, But back with Chris and Brevin. What's up, guys? What's up? What's going on? All right. So number one is from Chris. She asked, or she, she said, I'm using the words I will versus hoping or if I can or when I X, Y, Z, it's basically like, she's trying to understand like, what's the best way to get over, like waiting until the perfect timing is right. Because I think a lot of people always put it off until like, well, I'm just too, too busy right now. Or, you know, I'll, I'll do X, Y, Z. Once I lose the weight, once I gain the strength, once I'm more fit and they just keep putting it off waiting for that perfect time. So what do you guys recommend? Like, let's just kind of open up with that. I guess that might be like the best way to take this one is like, what, what would you say to someone who is waiting for that perfect time to do whatever it may be? Yeah, I mean, I think first and foremost, I think it's a great question. I think language and perspective and identity all matter. Um, but I think realizing that there is no perfect time. Um, and, and one thing I always tell people, because I, we all have this conversation all the time with people. It's like, oh, I'll just I'll do it when life's a little less busy. And like, that's great. Life will probably get a little less busy for you. But if you can only do health and fitness when life is quote unquote easy, then when life gets hard again, because eventually it's going to get hard again, there's going to be times that it gets busy again, you're going to fall off and struggle. But if you can learn to do health and fitness when life is a shit show, well, then when life is easy, it's going to be super easy. Um, And I think that's a mistake so many people make. It's like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And like this, this time during the holiday seasons, when you got all these holidays and you have events and you have parties and you have just a bunch of shit going on, like this is the perfect time to do it. And that's the opposite of what I'll start January 1st, I'll start on a clean slate. And like, there's no such thing as a clean slate. It's always going to go up and down. Um, but I do think that um, utilizing some of that language is so important. Um, using things like I will versus like, I'm hoping that I can, or like when I, when I do this, I'll, I'll do that. Um, because I think it plays a lot into your identity as well of like, you're, we talked about this last episode. I believe it was last episode of like, you have to think about who you want to be and you have to start taking the the steps of that person. You have to start taking the habits of that person. So the person that you want to be one year from now, they're going to say things like, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to do these things. Versus like, well, I'm going to do that later. Like, no, you're going to do that right now because those are the things that you're going to do that are going to help you hit your goals. Yeah. I I love all that Brevin said. I would add that, you know, we, we talk to a lot of people, I'm sure as coaches, right? Like we're always in conversations and on phone calls and things like that. And the number one thing I hear is I wish I would have started this sooner. Like that's a, it's a common thing. And I'm sure like our listeners have probably said that themselves. 
So knowing that it's like now is the best time. So if you're on that fence, like you're waiting for the stars to align, like, you know, I love, I love what Brevin said, and I would add to it that you're going to be busy again. You're going to go through this season once again. Don't you think we should probably figure out how to get to your goals during every season of life? And, you know, even when you are busy, there's a lot of stuff going on personally in your life right now. Now's the best time to lean in. I've been having a lot of these talks with clients about this right now, like that are going through some like deep things. And it's like, okay, well, don't forget about yourself is you're going to handle that situation so much better if you continue to pour in yourself, like lean on us even more so now that you are getting busy and there is some chaos going on in your life. Um, and what last thing I'll add is like, do you think there's somebody else busier than you right now that's achieving these goals? Like a lot of people when it comes to like, oh, I, I can't afford that. Well, I bet you I've got people that make way less than you in our program that just prioritize it better. I, I got, I got people in the program that are way more busier than you. Like they're figuring it out. That's why you hire us. That's Fucking why you hire Mike drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, also like one thing I think it's important about like when, from when we look at like the time perspective, if you're, so if we look at like a typical quote unquote journey, you know, or at least like our clients that work with us, you know, six, 12, you know, some even 24 months, depending on like what their need is, then I would ask you, even if we just said, let's just cut it down to like the shortest, like six months. When's the last time in your life you've had a six month period where nothing has happened, where it's been completely chill. You've been able to focus a hundred percent on your nutrition, your fitness. You're probably shaking your head like that's never happened, right? That's why you're at where you're at today. So we need to figure out how are we going to work through this? Because there's always going to be something coming up. It's always going to be another holiday, another party, another event, another emergency, another family something, another friend, social life, work, stress this, stress that. Like there's always going to be something. So you can continue to spin your wheels and remain stuck. Or like Brevin said, work work on it now when life is crazy. So when those moments you do have those pockets of time when life is easier, quote unquote, you're going to just excel and you're going to already know what to do. And it's just it's going to become almost like on autopilot, and that is what we're looking for. So you want this to be so easy, you don't have to even think about it. Especially when life gets easy, man. Then it's just like you're gonna you're not gonna know what to do with yourself because you're gonna be crushing your goals so much faster. Because now you have done it in busy life. Now when things are chill, it's all you. Well, and Jared's got a, a great analogy for that of like you want weight loss to be like brushing your teeth. Like it still takes effort. You still have to pull the toothbrush out, put the toothpaste on, put the water on, brush your teeth, rinse your mouth out. Like it still takes effort, but it's something you do every day. It's just a part of your life at this point. Yeah. Shoot, I forgot to brush my teeth. <laughs> um, <laughs> start, just start again on Monday. Yeah. Start again. Actually, January 1st would be best. <laughs> January 1st. <yeah. laughs> See, it sounds I, ridiculous when you take it outside of fitness. Right. <laughs> I want to add one more thing too, because the using the words I will and hoping I always, I actually was working on this with myself over the last couple of years of like, I, I have to go, I have to go get my kid from school and twisting that to like, I get to go get my kid from school or I have to get my kid to practice. No, I get to drive my kid to practice. Cause like one day you're going to wish that you had those opportunities. And that's kind of the same thing with fitness and your nutrition right now. Like, oh, I have to meal prep. Like, no, you get to meal prep or I have to go to the gym. My coach wants me to go to the gym. I have to go. to the gym. No, you get to go to the gym because someone else out there can't go to the gym right now. 
Like I love when I walk into the gym and I see somebody like literally dragging their oxygen tank behind them or a walker or somebody in there mm-hmm. with a walking boot and they're doing what they absolutely can. They're controlling their, their situation. Like you, you get to do these things. Perspective mm-hmm. matters so much. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So Brevin, what is number two? And it's kind of a two parter, but what we got. Yeah. So Angelique, how do I interrupt the funk before it's three Snickers and a giant bag of Skittles and Diana? When you get into that F it, F it all mentality place or mental place, what's the fastest way to positively shift your mindset into a healthy goal oriented one? So I think this is something where it's like it's going to one creating a lot of awareness Right. Like that's where it's all going to start is like you have to recognize when this is happening, because I'm sure many of these times, like after the Skittles and after the Snickers, it's like, oh, shoot, I didn't even realize that I did that. I just did that. Right. Like it's just it's going to be so subconscious and just like impulsive in that moment that you're probably going to catch yourself after the fact the first couple of times. And that's, you know, sounds like right now you're you have that awareness. It's like, all right, I know this is happening. So now how do I stop myself in that moment? And that is when we have to switch from that subconscious thinking to that more conscious thinking. And I've been talking a lot about that, about this recently. I actually just made a post about this yesterday in the group and on their email list about you know emotional eating. And this is something where when you have this, you have to think when you have an emotion or emotional response, whatever it may be, if you're angry, sad, happy, depressed, whatever it may be, your your older self and your subconscious mind, your identity realizes like, Hey, when you're upset, when you have an emotion, go eat those Snickers because I can guarantee you, you're going to feel amazing while you're eating those Snickers. It doesn't care about what you feel about afterwards. It knows that in that moment, you're going to feel on top of this world and feel amazing. So right now you have to learn how to create that break in between and make that subconscious switch into a more conscious decision. And that has, and I usually do that with some type of like pattern interrupt or physical, like something that's actually like physical and tangible. So I, you know, use the example of like, get the fridge magnet to put on your fridge and it could just be anything, nothing specific. It could be a, a sticky note on the pantry door. And again, like you don't have to say like, Hey, don't eat the Snickers. Like it could just be a, some, you know, quote, it could just be a blank sticky note. Just something that like catches your eye that like, you know what that means. And you're using that to deter yourself from leaning into having that food or whatever it may be. And ha- taking that one second, and here's the thing. It's like you have to actually stop in that moment. And I talk about the Zen 10 technique a lot. And when that moment comes up and when you have that quick moment, and it's going to be very quick because you have to act on it when it happens, when you have that moment of conscious thinking of that, seeing that sticky note, you have to say, stop. Like Zen 10, that's where, I, that's where that technique comes from. And say Zen 10 to yourself and then walk away. Like, And we're not saying you can't have the Snickers. We're not saying you can't have the Skittles. But walk away from that food source in the moment. If you're in the kitchen, get out of the kitchen. If you're in the break room, get out of the break room. If you're in the grocery store, get out of the grocery store. Like whatever it may be. Like if you're around food and you're having these impulsive decisions, get out of there for a moment. Give yourself 10 minutes to reflect and think and and ponder like, why am I reading for this food? Am I actually hungry? Am I feeding an emotion? Am I trying to numb something else that I'm feeling right now? If so, Use that 10 minutes for either something mindful, like, you know, journaling is a great one. Um, I love, I think it's Jared that also says like emotionally journal instead of emotionally eat. And so, you know, whether it's turning to journaling or it's turning to meditation, deep breathing, going for a walk, listening to music, maybe, or maybe it's just something completely different. Maybe you like go play with the kids or play with your dog or, you know, 
Maybe it's checking something off your to-do list for the day. Like go distract yourself for 10 minutes. Set a timer actually too. And at the end of that 10 minutes, you have three decisions. You have um, three choices to make. Either one, you can say, you know what? I actually am not hungry. That was an emotional response. I've worked through that. I'm cool now. I don't need it. Two, you could say, I really don't know yet. I'm still kind of back and forth. A A lot of things still bouncing around in my head right now. Take another 10 minutes. Or the third option would be, you, you say, all right, I actually am hungry right now. So then it's either you have a more nutritious option or maybe it's mealtime. Maybe it's, maybe it's like 11, 12 o'clock and it's like, oh, I haven't had lunch yet. Maybe we actually have lunch instead. Or we have a moderation, uh, um, a moderation, um, or excuse me, a portioned amount of the craved food, whatever that was. Like if you're reaching for the cookies, maybe now we have one or two versus having the entire sleeve. Right. So again, you're going to have to find that time to interject that um, that conscious thought. And so it makes it the decision that you are making. Give yourself back that control just for that moment. Act on it. And then you'll be able to make a more conscious decision moving forward. Sorry for the ramble. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was good. You, you made a lot of good points there. Um, and I, I kind of want to touch on the second part. Um, when you get to that effort men- mental place, like what's the fastest way to shift your mindset into a healthy goal or oriented one? And I think when I read that, I think about um, the all or nothing mindset is is you're you're having these black or white thinking of like, it's either I'm 100% in or I'm 100% out. Um, you have the, the snicker and you're like, well, I had one, I already fucked up. Like I might as well just throw the rest of today away and I'll start again tomorrow. Um, but, but you have to realize that it's not black or white. There's so much gray area that we live in inside of health and fitness. Um, and I think a lot of that comes down to your overall relationship with food, your overall relationship with self. Um, so I think, again, like you said, taking it from that, um, conscious or that unconscious to conscious state of you will, I can have those things and I'm not ruining my progress. I'm not ruining what I'm doing. Like I'm allowed to have this. If I, I give myself permission to eat these foods and once you give yourself permission to have these things, it's not a, oh, well, I messed up. I might as well just throw the whole day away. Oh, I, I threw the day away. I might as well throw the whole week away. Well, there goes the month. There goes the year. Um, it is realizing that like, hey, even if you, even if you completely messed up your day and hit none of your goals, you are always one decision away from being back on track one decision away from being back to where you need to be to hit your goals. Yeah. What comes to my mind is fail forward. Like it might take you, it might take you three, four times of learning, learning this and that building that awareness of like, when I feel this certain way, I go to this, these foods and I literally, I still struggle with this. Uh, I can remember two months ago sitting, I know exactly where I was and I'm sure like people, even our listeners out there probably can even relate back to like the last binge episode and they can literally process everything that they were going through, uh, where they were at and everything. And I remember I was sitting at the gas station. I was on the phone with the VA. I was so frustrated. Like, and I was on my way to small group for church, literally got so much anxiety built up in me that I was like, canceled small group, but did not go hung up the phone. Like I literally drove to the VA. It was like, I was so pissed off because like everything that, you know, the VA does. Um, and then I rerouted, went to Dollar General. I got pizza. I got ice cream. I got milk duds and freaking devoured like 4,000 calories for dinner. Like I literally remember that. I remember exactly where I was, exactly what I was doing. Um, and like, I learned from that. Like I, I, I'm still learning from it, like being aware from it. I think it starts before you make those, you know, that thought, 
that that process and like i love what chase you know chase said like slowing things down like is this really is this really the right decision you're making right now like take that 10 minutes breathe take a breath sit in your car and just like i wish i would have done that i wish i would just like okay chill out like this is not gonna fix anything this is actually gonna be make matters worse and then learn from it fail forward like you're going to go through this you're you're probably gonna fail two three times before you start to build this awareness and like really start to get a really good grip on it when i think one thing that's important to remember too is um progress isn't i either do this or i don't do this it's like hey Maybe I've done this less. Maybe there's more time in between when the last time this happened for me. Maybe it wasn't as severe this time. Maybe I didn't beat myself up as much. Like there's so many different ways to see progress in this. Just like there's so many different ways to see progress in the gym. It's not just either I lifted more weight or I didn't lift more weight. There's so many little things that like, yeah, like I did better this time. And that's huge. As long as you can continue to do that, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, yep. absolutely. All right, Brevin, or excuse me, uh, Chris, what's number three? Angelique asked, how do you keep the focus? How do you tell your brain and have it believe you that this is because I love myself? Who wants to take that? Fake it until you make it. Yeah. I mean, honestly. It's funny uh, that sounds. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I think that there's so many different techniques you can use um, to make this happen. But I think going back to um, remembering who do you want to be one year from now? And constantly telling yourself, this is who you're going to be. Write it down. Create a whole fucking story if you have to, but write down exactly who you are. Write it down every single day. Read it every single day if you have to and remind yourself, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. Your brain does not like change. It does not like when you are trying to change your identity. It likes to be safe. It likes to know what's happening. Even if your current situation sucks, at least your brain knows what it is and it's familiar. Your brain can deal with that. But the unknown is so scary to your brain. You have to continue to remind yourself that this is what you're doing and it's okay. And you have to continue to push yourself and you have to continue to understand like, hey, this change is going to be scary. Your brain's going to try to fight against it. And if I constantly remind myself that this is who I am, this is what I'm doing, this is going to be okay. And I'm eventually going to get to where I want to be. Yeah. And one thing I would add to that after that, like after you convince yourself to do whatever it may be, like make sure you're actually acknowledging that and like recognizing your achievements and your accomplishments and your wins, because it, on the other side of it, like once you've done something that, you know, maybe that you wouldn't have done in the past, like stop and say, Hey, I made this decision and it led to this result. And I feel this way. I feel great about it. That was awesome. Like hype yourself up. Sometimes, sometimes write, you have write to be that your shit hyper down. Self. Write exactly. that shit down and constantly go back and read it. Yes, exactly. Like you have to start show like reminding yourself like this scary thing that I just did that is totally like unknown to me and like something I would never do like in the past that I just did. That was a good thing. And that was and look at the result that it led to. So reminding yourself of the wins after the fact is what is just as important to reinforce that behavior moving forward as well. And even pulling wins out of like your worst days of like, hey, you know what? Maybe I didn't do anything positive today, but you know what? I didn't give up. That's a win. That's yeah. great. Before you would have. Mm-hmm. When I read this too, it's almost like we're searching for the motivation to do that one thing every day. Like that's what I, I kind of read this question. And it's like, like, how do I just get the motivation to like tell my brain to get up and move and do all these, all these things? You're going to be motivated like one day out of the week 
I honestly like it's it's literally gonna have to take consistency to the point where it does have that massive identity shift of that that's just who you are now um but i loved everything you guys said i think you guys touched base on everything well and i think the the way to do this is to start stacking small wins pick one or two things every single day that you're going to do and start checking those boxes once you check that box you're like yep that's a vote for who I want to be. Yep, that's a vote for the new me. Great. Try to stack as many of those as you can, as many habits as you can. Try to continue to start stacking wins, writing down those wins, reminding yourself of those wins. You're still going to have times where you do things of that old identity, of your old self, and that's okay because it's not black or white. You're allowed to live in that gray area, but you're trying to stack more wins for who you want to be than votes against who you're trying to become. And then that once you do that, once you have more votes for yourself, for that new person, you're like, hey, you know what? Maybe I am this person. I finally convinced myself this is just who I am now. Mm-hmm. And I think even going back to the last question or the first one that we talked about, like language matters. Like the way that you talk to yourself, your perspective matters. All of these things matter. So it's kind of a whole well-rounded problem that you have to attack. Yep. Which, funny enough, my mug today says I literally can't. (laughs) (laughs) Just throw that out there. I was looking at that earlier when we were reading that question. I was like, huh, I got the perfect mug for today. (laughs) Hey, there's some days, man. (laughs) Some days the best thing you can do is not give up. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, all right. So number four, how can you get out of that quick fix mindset when that's always what you're, what you're used to from years of dieting? I know it's not helping and quick fixes aren't good, but my head keeps telling me that everything else I'm doing right now is quote unquote too slow. Chris, what are your thoughts on that? You had to go with me. Um, I know you would love this question. I know. I do love this question. Uh, (laughs) So it is difficult. And I understand when a client comes to us that have came from an Optavia background or a keto background, like a very restricted diet. Um, and I understand like when they come to us, right? Like we're all about sustainable. I know sustainability. I know Brevin, you're the same way. Like you're all about building sustainable change and you know, and I think it comes back down to like what that sustainability, but also like science of things like that's understanding that that's not realistic. And that I think once I paint a picture to a client of, I I love that when they're like, I feel like I should have lost another 15 pounds. And I'm like, okay, so let's play this out. Like, this is what I would have had to do to your macros. And we would have had to do with your exercise to get you down that other 15 pounds that you wanted to lose in this last six months. Like, and I was like, were you, are you willing to do that? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, exactly. Like, then we know that these quick fixes and where that where that's going to lead to. And then you ask that question, like, where do you think that's going to lead you to? Um, and then, you know, my two favorite questions, anytime somebody comes to me, that's like fasting, keto or anything like that. I literally just talked to somebody the other day about this. She's like, oh, well, I'm fasting um, the last like five months. And I go, oh, are you going to do that forever? And you're like, no. And I'm like, okay, so what's going to happen when you stop fasting, when you get to your goal? And you don't know how to accommodate for the 500 calories you're going to have at breakfast now after you're done fasting. Like, don't you think we should fit something into what your lifestyle is, what you want to do forever? Um, I've been saying this a lot with my clients, but like how you lose this weight is going to be how you maintain it. Everything that you do to lose the weight is how you're going to maintain it. 
So getting that through your head and it does come down to like, I think a lot of the science and I know I'm rambling, but like it does have once again, the identity shift. Um, you have to get it into ingrained in you that like everything you did before. And I love telling my clients that when they come into our program, leave everything you did before at the door. Like this is going to be completely different. You cannot think about what you did and you lost 10 pounds in one week doing shakes every day or whatever it is for you. Um, you have to leave that stuff at the door and you have to try a different approach because, well, there's a reason why people are struggling with weight loss for 20 to 40 years. Well, I think, I think it's funny too, because people come and they're like, oh, well, I lost 30 pounds last time I, did, I, I was fasting or last time I did keto or last time I did this. It's like, that's great. Did you maintain it? Like, no, I gained 50 back, but it worked last time. So I'm going to do it again. It's like these quick fixes end up taking so much longer. You're like, yeah, you you might lose a little bit of weight in this, in this small period of time. But we look at a 12-month period, and you're actually going to end up gaining more weight because it's not sustainable. Exactly what you said. The way that you lose the weight has to be the way you maintain that weight, or you're not going to do it. And so many people live in like these very short periods, very short-sighted, and then they're like, well, I'm just going to I'm just gonna do it again. It worked last time. And nope, it didn't work last time. You have to the, – the, the constant stopping and starting and going back and doing the same diet – actually takes significantly longer than just saying, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to play this out over a 12 month period and do this in a sustainable way and learn to build some healthy habits and learn to break some of my old habits. And I'm going to do this and, and, and I'm going to take the expectation of timeline away. You're probably going to get there significantly faster than you ever would trying to do these quick fixes. And, and you have to constantly remind yourself that, which is hard. I totally understand that we've all been there. I've done some really dumb shit when I was trying to lose weight. I'm like, nope, this is going to work. And then like six months later, I'm in a worse spot. I'm like, fuck, dog, I started again. It's like, Damn it. It keeps happening. <laughs> yeah. I, I think one thing you guys already covered a lot of like what I, you know, what I was thinking as well, but I think just to add one other thing to it is like, you know, and I think Chris, it was you and I were on a call with a client recently and, you know, she was like, you know, I wish I was losing faster and things like that, but she had like also just got back from like a vacation and like a trip and, uh, you know, concert and all the other things. And it's like, she's like, and we, we asked her like, well, do you think, you know, would, would you have rather have not have gone on those trips and gone to the concert and done all those fun things and eat the foods that you did when you were there? And she's like, no, I'm glad I did. I was like, all right, well, that's the price you pay for the sustainability of this. Like you get to actually enjoy your life. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but it's a lot better to be able to enjoy life when you're losing weight rather than being miserable about it. A hundred percent. And I think another thing to remember too is like unrealistic expectations is a form of self-sabotage. So when you have these unrealistic expectations of fat loss and you have these unrealistic timelines, like of course you're going to self-sabotage yourself because it gives you that permission to be like, yep, you know what? I, I can't do this. Like a month in when you haven't lost 30 pounds, you're like, yep, I'm a failure. I can't do this. Might as well go back to doing what I was before. Yeah. And you get like the shiny object syndrome of like, oh, this looks like some so-and-so lost 20 pounds on this. Like so-and-so lost... And it's like, you know, you go get surgery, you, you try these shots, like you do all of these things. Sometimes you do them all at once because you just want it so quick. Like you need to shut it off and realize that this isn't going to be some quick fix. You didn't get here overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. Well said. Well, guys, I know we have one more question, but I think we'll hold off that one towards the, I feel like that one could be a little bit of a longer question or longer answer. So We'll hold that one to the next episode, but great questions this week, guys. Definitely keep those coming. See you guys. See ya. All right. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Shades and Health podcast. 
I greatly appreciate you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can help me by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me become more visible to others. Also, share this episode with friends or family and take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to your stories. Be sure to tag me and my guests so we can be sure to say thank you. If you ever have any questions or feedback about something covered on the show, you're always welcome to send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at changing underscore chase. Have a great day, guys. And remember, you matter.